Good morning, people, or at least for me, because it is uh, 10.40 in the morning. I know I was late on um, delivering an episode last night. Let me tell you, um, I slept, okay? My sleep schedule has gone from, it was kind of there, kind of good, you know? Like a good analogy that I would like to think about is if you were excited for the Avatar The Last Airbender the, the the real life movie, you know, the one that came out, oh God, almost a decade ago, and um, you know, you first see it and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's it, like this is good. I kind of want more. So my sleep schedule was like kind of, it was, it was like it was like pretty pretty good, you know. And then like the first thirty minutes into the movie, like first thirty minutes, of, like first half, you start thinking, oh, okay, you know what? Um, I'm not too sure about this. So now that you know, my sleep schedule kind of started going into, ooh, you know, it's kind of there, kind of not, and it's pretty much now to where the end of the movie where you wish it was like my sleep schedule ceased to exist so i I slept the majority of yesterday and um miss my miss my upload bad bad steven bad me but um yeah this is just a the really long kind of funny intro for uh, the fourth episode so i will go ahead and move on to the next segment right now So to recap from last episode, uh, I feel like I was a little bit more focused and kind of stayed to one topic. I had used a bunch of different examples, so it may have felt like I kind of still drifted off a bit into various things, but I I mostly tried to to stay on the one focus. And for the last episode, it was about the the girl that I've been kind of sweet on for the past few weeks. Um, So I was kind of getting some some feedback, some, some, some good criticism from... My mom last night. Turns out my mom listens to my spot, uh, you know, my, my podcast, and I'm like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> and she was she was she was telling me because she hadn't even uh, listened to the third episode. She was like, "You just seem like you know you're not really all there, you know, like you, like you start on one subject, then you drift around, and you kind of kind of mess around a little bit over here, a little bit over there, and there's no clear focus point anymore." And I was like, "Okay, I got you. I can be more focused." And she she brought up another thing. She was like, "Okay, you know, if you're gonna be." Um, similar to like talk shows and stuff, maybe you should come up with like a slogan or something. And I hadn't really crossed my mind, you know. I kind of just try and keep it like like a positive, more of like like, like a Christian esque um, ending, you know, like having like saying like "Bless Night" or "God Bless Y'all," you know. But I mean, if I guess a slogan could work, that could be something I could um, I could have um, you know constructed in the making. But um. Yeah, and then as soon as she uh, she listened to the third episode, she was like, "Oh, I didn't know there was a third episode. This is a, this is a lot better." Yeah, and I was like, "I appreciate that." So, um, yeah, this segment is is kind of no, th- this this episode is gonna be more for for y'all. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty crazy that you know I've only got three episodes out. This is my what second, third week. I think I think my second week doing this. Yes, and uh, I've almost got eighty people. Like listening to my listening to me talk their ear off about sometimes nonsense and sometimes some some interesting important stuff. So um, yeah, this is just gonna kind of be more um, focused on on y'all and what what I hope y'all y'all get out of this. So we're gonna move on to uh, that segment right now. 
So as previous me just said, this episode is going to be more focused on the listeners. And really what I try and hope y'all get out of whatever you're, you're hearing. So um, I've talked about few certain things that I feel were either important somehow in my life or overall in general. Um, and I do understand that I am not the most educated person on some of those subject on, you know, on those subjects on a lot of things in general. I mean, for God's sake, I'm, I'm only 20 and a college student. Uh, I just recently, um, got out of my online classes. So I guess I'm not really a college student as of right now, but I do look forward to enrolling again in, um, in the fall. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly the most educated on these topics. I'm kind of just going based off of personal experience and putting my own input and my own opinion and thoughts into or onto whatever the subject is. And my, my goal is to not, you know, um, press information on y'all. It's kind of more of just allowing, you know, this allows me to speak my thoughts more clearly, you know, instead of just having them rambled up uh, in my mind and I would, you know, go on walks to have them clear out or kind of just bring clarity, whether I would go out late at night, right after I work, I would listen to my music and my thoughts would kind of just kind of trail off somewhere else or I would pray about or I'd pray just for for, for for stillness and peacefulness and for God to basically just kind of quiet my mind and or at least to untangle whatever the mess was that was in there to begin with. But clearly, I mean, with the, the current situation, it's not exactly um, plausible anymore. Um, you know, this just kind of allows me to vent as well. Just get out whatever I, I, I feel like I either have to say or just overall want to. And uh, another thing that my mom was telling me, she was like, your opinion is interesting. And I was like, interesting? How, how do you how, how do you mean? Because I mean, with, with certain connotations, that could uh, mean, you know, like in a positive way, like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I look forward to, to hearing more or more of like the negative connotation. Where it's like, it's interesting. Like, I love you because you're my son and I kind of have to, but I really wish you would shut up. You know, I really wish you would um, uh, become a bit more educated and and uh, learned, as the sophisticated people say. Uh, you gotta become more learned, learned on the the subjects. I just stutter. I did, <laughs> but um, I'm not trying to press information on y'all. I'm kind of just speaking my own mind here, and I'm hoping that this allows y'all to form your own opinions about what I talk about, whether it be life or certain aspects of it, God, relationships, love, you know, what, whatever, whatever I feel like I want to talk about. I'm just, um, just kind of putting my own perspective out there. And it's, I'm hoping that y'all are at least grasping it enough to, you know, have your own opinion about it and not be uh, afraid of it, you know? Like, you could say, oh, okay, you know, I kind of agree with what this guy's saying. He's, he's pretty chill. Or more like, you know, this guy's this guy's an idiot, you know? And I feel like he, he dropped, he was dropped on his head a few times. <laughs> and um, not really, not really too um, sure about what this man is saying, but that's good. You have your own opinion about what I'm putting out there. And that that's what I'm hoping for, you know? I'm hoping that y'all create your own way 
to to process and and see whatever it is that uh, I'm trying to portray. So that's just kind of more on. Um, yeah, that's what I'm really hoping that y'all get out of this. I'm not really looking to uh, inform you on a bunch of things. And I'm Christian, but I mean, I'm not Catholic. All right, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shove God, Jesus, and I mean, I'm not gonna shove the saints, regardless. But I mean, I'm not gonna shove those kinds of things down your throat, because it's not, it's not my job as a person or as, and especially as a Christian, you know, my job is to, uh, like I said before, my job is to, uh, or our job as Christians is to, to bear witness and testimony. That's it. Talk about God, show y'all where the door is and just kind of basically be like, well, wish you luck, man. You know, I'll, I'll be praying for you. I hope that, uh, God touches your heart, things like that. But it's ultimately the, the people themselves, they have to be the ones to take the first step with no no feeling of like they're kind of being pushed to do it or they're kind of being coerced like, if it's not genuinely their own decision it doesn't count so um yeah i, I really hope y'all um y'all are getting that and uh, i hope i haven't um maybe said something in, in a way that it uh made y'all feel like I'm just trying to educate you based on what I say and what I feel um, and like that's it you, you can't have your own opinion you can't have your own way of thinking your individuality doesn't matter to me that, that's not that's not what I'm uh, trying to put out there and I hope y'all aren't receiving that so um, yeah I will go into the next segment now bye bye So I guess to start this last, or I guess this next segment, um, talk a little bit more about, or like just, just very briefly on uh, my day yesterday. So like I said, I slept for the majority of it, but I did encounter this interesting show on Netflix. Uh, it's called Midnight Gospel, and <laughs> it's completely opposite of um, its name in, in a lot of lot of different ways uh, I guess just just a little bit of, of background info um, one of the the people that that worked on this show is Pendleton Ward if uh, you're a fan of Adventure Time may that series rest in peace you know it's not exactly dead but I mean I mean for, for those of us that had a childhood you know watching Cartoon Network and watching that show we, we've had quite the the interesting experience with that show, you know, it came off as disturbing, funny, sad, emotional, philosophical at times. But um, yeah, that same dude that worked on that um, worked on this show. And a little bit about this show, um, it, it's this this dude from Earth uh, who, who lives in, 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 in a multiverse, basically. And he goes, you know, he has his own talk show, like radio show. He calls it his space cast. And what he does is he has this simulator that allows him to choose a bunch of different planets from within the same multiverse and allows him to form an avatar, like basically um, form his own simulated life there 
for just a few moments. He, what he does is he goes around and he interviews different people based on... And he, he just chooses, chooses random topics. Like, the first episode, I thought it was funny. Because, like, I mean, yesterday was 420. So, like, the first episode, he interviewed um, uh, one of the, the presidents of the United States on one of the Earths that was having, like, a zombie apocalypse. And during that time, there was also a huge, like, weed protest. So, um, the, the main focus there was about marijuana and uh whether it's considered to be a good drug bad drug that 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 sort of debate and um he just he just does this regularly that's how he gets um his his scoops his information and then he uh you know he goes home after um whatever happens most likely the, the world just kind of ends up being destroyed or whatever and uh you know, he goes back home and he re- listens to his recording he listens to his interview and then he uh Edit, you know, he edits it, puts music into it, and then just kind of, um, just kind of, yeah, puts it on his, his space cast. So I thought it was really interesting. Sorry, I had to restart that. It was a little weird. Um, I thought it was really interesting that this, this dude has, um, you know, a space cast, which is basically just a, more of a larger scale podcast. And I thought it was really cool that I was like, hey, you know, like, I'm, I can kind of relate to this right now because I'm, kind of starting my own podcast i'm trying to put my own opinion out there and hopefully uh people can uh can listen to it and adhere to it maybe form their own opinions but um there's also like a subplot you know he he uh he, he's going to all these different virtual uh simulations of real life world and he's getting lost up and he's getting he's getting caught up in all of that and the interviews and the information be, uh, he's just escaping reality. He's got his film. He's got his own issues that he refuses to deal with. So it's it's an interesting show. Um, like I said, the first episode was more about marijuana. The second one was, I mean, like they're, they're all just pretty much really weird. I, I kind of stopped towards like the second episode, like the seventh episode, because it's it was interesting enough to, to to keep it on as like background noise and at least just listen to kind of. The majority of what they were saying but not enough to give my undivided attention um the, the style is weird and well i mean the style is very animated very um very psychedelic if if you understand what that means i mean it is it is it is a trip just just to watch i mean i don't do drugs i'm, I'm don't really plan on it but um boy if you, you you feel like you're on a trip when you when you you take a look at all the the the, the style is is honestly pretty pretty cool yeah, I just didn't really find too much interested about it. But it kind of got me thinking, you know, he um, he kind of has more of like this this hippie tone to him. You know, he talks more about like the cosmos and how he uses a bunch of different words that he doesn't really understand himself. Uh, and you can tell because the interviewers are kind of just like laughing. Sometimes he makes some, some good funny analogies. Sometimes he brings some interesting things to light. Sometimes the... The people that he's he's interviewing um, brings they bring special moments and thoughts and opinions to life. But um, it kind of got me thinking, you know. Um, like I said before, I'm not the most educated on a lot of the topics that I'm gonna be discussing throughout and you know throughout this podcast and just in general. And I'm not afraid to admit that I understand that. But uh, uh, so I just kind of wanted to, to speak my own my own uh, opinion again on on what they were saying so uh one of the episodes was talking about meditation 
you know, basically, um, th- this dude, th- the protagonist of this show, Clancy is his name, um, got too caught up in his, uh, his, ver- in, uh, his simulations and everything, and when real world, you know, basically shit hit the fan real quick and all at once, he, he kind of lost it. He, you could tell, you know, as, as he's starting to get angry and everything, that's when he, he decides to shut down. And so, um, the, the computer, like the simulation program that uh, allows him to go to these different worlds and get all these interviews kind of forced him to go to a different world instead and talk to somebody about meditation and it was i i liked the i like the, the 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 main like central focus on meditation you know it's kind of supposed to be you kind of you kind of sit with your with your emotions and your your present state and you just uh, uh, allow yourself to accept whatever whatever's happening, you know, instead of worrying about it or being frustrated, you know, spending your your, your time, which uh, inevitably is is wasted, you know, on thinking how you could uh, how you could have how you could have done this better, you could have done that better, and uh, you know, instead of just allowing it to you know just accept the way things are and push forward, instead of you know, uh, aside from going back there or trying to get stuck in the past thinking about what other avenues you could have chosen uh it got a little weird and um kind of more on the i just thought it was kind of ridiculous because <laughs> he meant uh the, the dude that he was interviewing mentioned kind of one have to be like you know like i said the dude's got a like clancy's got a more of a have a hippie vibe and tone to him so the whole show kind of does really so there's more of like being one with the cosmos and being enlightened and yadi and i was like mm, you know i i don't i don't know how to feel about that like i know um what is it it's a uh, it's buddhism i think that like their main goal is to basically become enlightened and become one with with everything and i think it's first thing i i, I find it not as as appealing i guess because i feel like your sense of individuality and who you are just kind of fades if you are to succumb to something that is um like kind of strips it away and a lot of people can can make that same kind of um you know connection and show like well hey isn't that the same thing for like christianity um and i would i would argue that no because you don't lose your sense of individuality you don't lose your purpose you don't lose your 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 soul you don't lose who you are your being your 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 essence whatever it is that makes you 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 don't lose any of that you simply succumb to or oh, succumb is, is the wrong word you surrender yourself to um to an all-powerful, all-loving God, and you accept the fact that He is 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 more powerful and greater than anything you will ever either become or face. And for me, I find that relieving. You know, because I mean, I don't think I have to preach about how shitty the world can be. I mean, your life can be continuing to go upwards and what seems to be a very continu- you know, a continuous direction and out of nowhere things can happen let's say the, the, the loss of a family member or you, you lose uh you lose your job maybe uh you failed to te- like whatever it is something that would 
that every person can identify in some way as seeing that as tragic or how it could be an, a, a very big or just minor obstacle. Let's just go with just a regular obstacle in general. You know, people can um, people can, can relate to that. And I find it amazing that I can I can call upon this God. And, uh, you know, it's not more of like, you know, hey, I'll call you when I need you. You know, but a lot of people kind of treat it that way. And a lot of people kind of get that um, that way of, of focus. Um, but no, it's more of like, hey, you know, God, um, I'm really struggling here. I could, I, I could use your help. And he, he doesn't fail to, to help you. It's a matter of, of when, though. Um, you know, everybody knows the, one of the most famous sayings slash verses in the Bible, aside from John, you know, is it 3.16? Uh, you know, ask and ye shall receive. Because of the way that we humans live, because of how materialistic we are and how a lot of us are impatient, um, we, we read that line and we think, oh, asking you shall receive now. It's very, very important that that verse does not define or uh, should I say it doesn't include a specific point in time. It says, ask and ye shall receive. It doesn't say by tomorrow. It doesn't say in a few years. It doesn't say, you know, in a few hours. It doesn't say within the next three minutes. There's no given time point. And that's where that's where the faith itself kind of comes in. You have to keep believing that what you asked for, you will receive, but not on your time. A lot of people, like I said, because of how we humans live, they think that, oh, okay, I can just call upon God and I'll get what I want right then and there. And that's could not be further from the truth. God will grant you what you ask, but on his own time. He wants to. He wants you to have faith in him, because he has faith in you. He knows that you can get through whatever obstacle it is that you're going through, whatever you feel like you need to either pursue or loan, or you're just being so crushed and succumbed by, you know, you know, overcome by. But he wants to see how how faithful you're going to be. He wants to see how 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 uh, dedicated you are. You know, are you just going to ask and then after a few days, after a few weeks of not receiving, you know, you're just going to give up? I mean, that's what he's looking for. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's a lot easier, I guess, for, for me and uh, to believe in, in a God that has that, not only that power, but has that love for us that will, will never end, will never change. I find that to be a lot more relieving, comforting, and, and heartwarming than uh, dying and becoming one with whatever it is that's around us. What would the, the cosmos, the universe, the, the energies, auras, vibes, chakras, or whatever people try and tend to describe it as? Yeah, I, I kind of like the whole, um, you know, second life, eternity, living with, with God for the rest of time and even after time i tend to stick more on that so those are my thoughts on that first episode um i guess i'll talk about the the second ep or like one of the other episodes in the next segment so yep
And there were other um, interest. There were other topics that the show uh, went over. One of them was um, was God Himself. Uh, there was an episode where he goes to a certain planet and he meets this uh, he meets this, this this alien species and one of them is actually a, a female author and uh, the whole the episode she talks about how um, inter- how much more relieving it is to accept that that death is more like a, a natural way of, of living. You know, it's, it's kind of like the cycle of life, and it's something that we all need to... I mean, we're all eventually going to go through it, but it's something that we definitely need to have a better grasp of it. And um, I say she kind of talks about God. You know, she, uh, the, the, the focus was a little bit more on God because she definitely uses her um, her, her experience as, as a child. Um, to And, and she, um, she talks about um, how she feels God has uh, kind of helped her. In her way, she was saying that she had like a, a tra- tragic childhood. You know, her um, a lot of her family members had some kind of terminal illness, cancer, most likely. Or I think she did. Yeah, she did say it was cancer. And in the household that she grew up with, you weren't really allowed to be sad in terms of allowing yourself to to, to be in grief for so long. Like she said that her parents. Or like her family members, you know, they, they, they all had it. And she was the only one that uh, was, uh, as she would call it, unfortunate enough to not have it. Um, you know, they would they would ask like, hey, Johnny, how's, how's your cancer today? And uh, the dad would respond like, oh, my cancer's, uh, my cancer's all right. How about you, honey? And, you know, that was like the dad. And then she, the mom would be like, oh, my, my cancer's okay. You know, like, how about yours, Susie? You know, and like they, they would just make, they would make a, a, a laughing they make it kind of like a joke, you know, kind of to, to ease how how dark and um, and terrifying their actual situation is. So it, it was kind of like it was an interesting way for them to process grief. And when she wrote about her childhood and she wrote about that, um, she pulled a lot of her source material and her inspiration and her, her drive um, to write from those tragic moments in in her early life and um and she mentions how um you know she 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 talks about how uh how clancy the protagonist kind of has uh, he kind of has like a good heart he has he's got an interesting way of thought and she she has an interesting she has a, a unique way of of seeing heaven you know she she, she kind of makes a she makes it funny you know, she's kind of like, oh, you know, Clancy, you've got a good heart. You're gonna, you're gonna have a, a good seat in heaven, right next to, right next to Jesus and God. With, um, <laughs> with, uh, with maybe, maybe you'll get a seat at the table with cheeses or apple juice. And I was like, what? I was like, that's, that's one way to see heaven, I guess. I mean, hey, if you really like cheeses and apple juice, I mean, yeah, that 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 seems like a paradise for you, but. Uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. And then um, the, the husband kind of inter- uh, talks about, because he's interviewing both of them. Um, he kind of talks about how he went to like India and stuff and was able to, to learn uh, certain things about mindfulness and spiritual awareness, things like that from, uh, from the, the, the Hindu 
I guess, monks there or those, whatever the, the, the tribe of people were called. And he noticed a lot of um, similarities between, um, you know, Christianity and Hinduism more in terms of, of how, um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was how, I think it was like something about uh, accepting, you know, the way that the things are in terms of not um so it's kind of more back to like what i was talking about in um, the last segment no i'm stupid it, it was it was focused more on um accepting you know accepting death you know understanding that it's a it's a crucial part in life and it doesn't always have to be so so tragic and terrifying you know, you um, uh, they, they have their own, just like they have their own way of processing and thinking about death. You know, we Christians have our own way of processing, processing and thinking about death. We believe that, I mean, it says in the Bible uh, that we all as humans, as, as children of God, have two lives. You know, um, and this isn't part of the show. This is just my personal input on, or this is what I'm saying about this. Uh, and, you know, in order for our, our, our second life to begin, this first one must fade. That's where the, the saying, you know, either live once and die twice or die twice, but live once, you know, that like that. So what that what that's saying is, you know, you have your physical life here and eventually you do go, you, you do die. You know, your body decays, you get older. And that's like the gateway for your second life to come in. So you've already lived once and now you've died once. Now, if you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, we believe that you continue to live in eternity with our God. So that's where the second life comes in. And that doesn't have a, a finite point in time where that life dies because it's it's infinite. We believe that's eternal. Um, now, for it to, to, to live once and die twice, obviously, like I said, you live, you die. And then if you do not have Christ, you have you've not accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, whatever the reason is, um, we believe that uh, that unfortunately damnation is the um, is the the result. And that so yeah, um, and I kind of want to talk a little bit about that in general. Um, a lot of people think that. Okay, no, I will say this. I had a friend, uh, his name was Chase, and he was in my, my choir. And um, we, we, were, we, we were at a church back in high school, and we were, we were singing for this church. It was, it was a great honor. And for whatever reason, I can't remember why, we, we, um, him and I, we had gotten into kind of like a theological debate. And it was more uh, uh, the the main focus between us that we were trying to um, argue about was well do do I believe that people who don't who just don't believe in God or refuse to believe in Him do I do I believe that um, they deserve hell that they deserve damnation and I can't remember what exactly was spoken it had been it's been like a few years maybe like four or five, something like that. But um, whatever it was that we talked about, let's just say I lost the argument badly to the point where I started questioning my, I started questioning my faith. I started questioning what I was believing. And I started questioning, you know, how I viewed the world. Um, and then, you know, eventually I bounced back. You know, God helped me kind of understand 
my own um, answer with the help of one of my best friends that I've talked about before on, on this, um, Tristan. He kind of put it as, or no, uh, well, he, he, he put some interesting input, but um, no, I, I lied, I'm sorry. Uh, where I got the majority of, like, where I mainly got this focus point was uh, from a different show. I'm not going to talk about it because this, this episode is already kind of long enough as it is. But basically, um, you kind of have to put yourself in God's shoes for a little bit. You know, so you you create this species and with your infinite power, your infinite wisdom and uh, reign over everything that you have created in the universe which you have also created you're basically top dog alpha there is no one that is or will ever be above you i mean you create the species and you have every right and everything you have all the power to make them you, you could force them to to love you and to serve you and to worship you but um but you don't and you have to think about why you know, because you created them, you love them, and you love them so much that you give them free will. You give them the ability and the opportunity to um, to do what they want, to think how they want, to say what they want, to believe and have their own viewpoints on whatever it is that they want and all you hope for and all you have faith for and all you have faith in them for is that one day they may look at you they may turn to you and love you for just a fraction of how you love them they'll never be able to you know love you the way that you do them but even for just a little bit it's enough and since all of these of your children all of them are your children I mean, you send your only um, true son you know which was you in in, in made in, in human flesh to die for this species to show them that there is another way and to show them to give us an example of how to live our lives to kind of we get a lot of where morality comes from i feel like from um, from jesus and his uh and his example how he how he lived how we christians um should strive to replicate here on here on earth you know, kind of the whole like building the kingdom here um and you understand and you because you are infinite. You are all-powerful, all-knowing. I mean, you're omniscient, omnipresent. There are so many words to describe you that the human uh, vocab, the English debt, like vocabulary and dictionary, basically would not have a single word to truly describe you in perfect essence. And you know which ones will eventually, you know, love you and serve you the way that you love them. And you also know the ones that won't. You're there beside every single one of them every day, every second, every hour, every minute. Every thought that they have, you've already heard. Everything that they say, you remember. When they're going through their darkest times, their own struggles, their own crucibles in life, 
you just hope that they turn to you. You've been there the whole time. You're sitting there on the bed with them, grasping your arms around them, give, trying to give them comfort, hoping that they just uh, they pop their head up and, and listen. But they don't. They get so drowned out in whatever the world tells them or whatever they want to think, whatever they want to hear, or whatever they're allowing themselves to hear. And whether that be their own, um, their own devices and their own inputs, their own beliefs, or caught up in too much of the negativity. Um, and so you ultimately know which ones won't love you. So do you think you, and this is going back to you as a human, do you think you could ever send one of your children permanently away from you? I don't think I could. I don't think any parent in their right mind would. Just like I don't think any parent would send their only child to die for a bunch of ungrateful, sinful people. I mean, his sacrifice is truly, we did not deserve it. We as humans, we, I, I feel like we didn't, you know, and, um, going back to the argument that Chase and I had, you know, if I were to answer him again, do, do, do I feel like, uh, like people who don't believe in God, but who could be, um, essentially he, he would say uh, good people. Do, do, I, do I feel like they deserve damnation in hell? My response in, in full, you know, I firmly believe, I believe that we all deserved, deserved hell for the way that we, we turned our backs on him in the past, how we still do now. But God thought differently. He thought by showing this sacrifice, by, by, by showing the utmost important and so pivotal, you know, how crucial moment of, of, of love that, um, you know, the, the whole sacrifice thing. Um, he thought he could give him a chance and he did give him a chance. And now we have that we have a second chance. We have a second chance at eternal life and it's through Christ. If not for that, I think we all deserve damnation. I, I really don't care how good of a person you think you are. Because at the end of the day, we're human. We make mistakes. You know, even good people are great at making bad decisions. Well, yeah, we live in a world where sin is pretty much like top notch. I mean, not in terms of like, oh yeah, it's pretty good, bro. Like I recommend sinning. Like, bro, you can you can do a lot. But I mean, it's 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 very real, and it's it can be hard to resist. So. Um, yeah, um, so, sorry, that, that was me kind of rambling a bit. Um, that, that's my fault. I got a little bit passionate there. <laughs> uh, back to the, the show. So, yeah, they were, she was talking, um, the husband was, was basically describing a lot of, a lot of things that he, he saw were very similar, or at least they had an interesting grasp on how um, they view God compared to how his Christians view it. And... Um, the, 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 the female, the author herself, 
it was really sad because she thought that in order for her to continue writing, she had to continue drawing on those negative emotions, on, on the, the tragedies of her childhood to, uh, to inspire her to write again. She felt like she had to continuously use that as a fuel source. And I thought that was, I thought that was wrong because, okay, she's using what at that time allowed her to motivate, you know, to motivate herself to, to write about whatever it is that she was passionate about, right? But like at the same time, there, there comes a, a point in, in life where you, you have to move on. If you continue to be dragged down by that, I mean, you're only allowing yourself to succumb to your own darkness. So, um, yeah, I do apologize. I kind of rambled for this segment. Um, next segment will be the la uh, last final one. I will say this, though. I, I do want to kind of close us off in prayer today. So um, if you're not interested in that, by all means, you can go ahead and leave right now. I thank you for tuning in uh, to the fourth episode of Sincere Sessions with Stephen. But um, for those that want to want to join me in prayer for the next segment, um, by all means, let's let's talk to our God. So can I just apologize for the last segment? Um, I got way too passionate a little bit about, uh, about 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 Jesus and his sacrifice, and I know I shouldn't really ever apologize for for being passionate about that. I'm more uh, apologizing for uh, allowing it to drone on. Um, I will admit I've only gotten like two hours of sleep today, so uh, <laughs> excuse my rambling, but. Um, like I said, I wanted to close this off in this segment. If you uh, you stayed for the uh, for the the end of that last segment, uh, I wanted to close this off in prayer. I feel, especially now with how things have drastically changed around us um, as a community, we uh, we could all use a little bit more uh, positivity. And for us Christians, we can definitely definitely use support from, for for one another and from one another. So uh, yeah, let's. Let's talk to our God. Uh, if you want to you know, bow your head, close your eyes, or just listen, whatever it is. I'm going to close my eyes. I feel like it's, it's, it's a more personal way for me to connect with our God. So, yeah, without further ado. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for another day of life. Thank you for allowing us to um, have the gifts that normally a lot of us would take for granted in our everyday lives. Uh, talking, singing, being able to play an instrument, or just the, the basic stuff, walking. Uh, like I said, talking, um, listening, hearing, tasting, touching, feeling on a, you know in terms of how we uh, we sympathize with one another. You know, I thank you for um, the air that we breathe. As, as funny enough as it is with the whole COVID nineteen thing going on, you know, I, I thank you for giving us another opportunity, another another day to be able to breathe in general. You know, to have our our our, our body still function. Um, to have a, a roof over our heads, loving parents, friends, someone that we can call upon, you know, and especially you. We can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for us, God, and how you continue to, to truly seek out the best for us, in us, and around us. Uh, God, in, in this, as I would like to put it, interesting and unique uh, point in time of our lives, God, um, I pray that you continue to protect us and keep us safe. Um, 
I personally feel like, you know, if you got to if you're not a senior citizen or an infant, I feel like you don't have a lot to worry about. But I can understand a lot of people do have their own concerns for this guy. You know, they're afraid of, you know, they don't want to bring it to their family and have it spread there because someone in there, someone that they care about could be uh, potentially at risk, you know. And I know a lot of people are getting uh, more agitated, greedy. You know, as I was saying before in like the, the first episode, uh, you know, or as I've said before, just in general, starting to see a lot more sin kind of gather all in one place and come out in the, the most unexpected of places and people so uh i pray that you allow us to continue to have a heart for you god you know in, in where people would mistreat us or kick us down when we're low we, i pray that you allow us to turn the other cheek to forgive them and to pray for them instead it's a lot easier to jump to our own anger in our own way of trying to get back at them. And we know that's not what you would want to do anyway, God. Um, I pray for those that are, are going through, uh, through going through this time, you know, whether they have family members or they know someone personally that uh, unfortunately has the, the coronavirus. I, I pray for them as well. I pray that you allow them to be healed, God. And uh, if you do call them home, then I pray for, uh, I pray for the families. You know, because as you, you say in your word, you know, blessed are those who mourn. And I know that you will bless them and continue to help them and keep them safe during a, a time of grieving. And a quick protection, God, over my friends and my family, as well as anybody who listens to this. I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for me. I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for them. And I can't thank you enough for everything you're still doing and will continue to do. I can only thank you for giving us another day of life, God, and allowing us to be able to use it to, to serve and worship you and to love one another as you would. And I pray and I ask and I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Amen. So that was kind of a, a, a long prayer, but um, if you, you stuck around to this point, um, once again, I do thank you for listening to the fourth episode of Sincere Sessions with Steven. Um, I hope you all stay safe out there, man, because this is, this is just getting crazy now. But um, I won't take up any more of your time. Thank you once again. I pray you all have a blessed day, and I look forward to seeing you all try to do it on time. Um, Friday night after I get out of work after midnight so I mean next episode will probably be published around Saturday morning alright y'all take care